Welcome back to the Teacher Fit Podcast. I am your host, Nick, and this is going to be part three of our four-part series on atomic wellness habits for educators. But before we get into part three, I just want to recap part one and part two and remind you that if you haven't listened to those, go back wherever you listen to podcasts and check out those episodes first because all of these episodes or parts of the series are building on each other. So in week one, we talked about building self-awareness and then making your habits obvious. And then week two, we talked about making habits attractive, setting yourself up for success. And then also we talked about caloric intake, pairing our nutrition habits and our nutrition course for Teacher Fit with our Atomic Wellness Habits series to kind of give us a great foundation moving forward with the series. So before you listen to part three, if you haven't listened to parts one and two, make sure you check those out. And just a reminder, we've got some great teacher appreciation specials going on right now. If you want to learn more, check out the show notes, uh, whether you're a district leader, a school leader, or an individual educator, and you're looking to take your wellness more serious this summer or into the next school year, uh, we've got some programs that I think are really valuable for yourself and your students. So be sure to check those out. All right, guys, enjoy part three. I look forward to hearing your feedback and please share this and give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcast. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to our Atomic Wellness Habits for Educators series. This is part three of our four-part series. If you haven't listened to part one or part two, make sure you do that. If you haven't had a chance to have access to our habit tracker, make sure you check out our social media pages, follow those links, join our private Facebook group, and get access to all of those materials and more. This week, we're gonna be talking about making habits easy making bad habits hard. And then we're also gonna talk about, as part of our nutrition course that's tied in with our atomic wellness habits, we're gonna talk about our macronutrients, carbs, proteins, and fats. So part one, making habits easy. We're gonna talk about two different things. Part one of part one is priming your environment. And if you've listened to part one and two, you've probably heard a lot of these same ideas already, but this is all about setting ourselves up for success when we're building these healthy habits. So when I say priming your environment, I mean we're putting things in place in our physical environment that are going to allow us to achieve our goals, to execute our habits easily. Some examples, one I've already shared, I want to increase my hydration. I'm gonna put water, a glass of water by my bed before I go to sleep. So as soon as I wake up, I'm gonna sit up in bed, shake the bed bugs out, and I'm gonna drink that glass of water. I'm gonna go ahead, if I have the goal of adding the habit of going for a walk or a run or doing a uh, a yoga class in the morning, I'm gonna go ahead and arrange my clothes in the evening and put them in a line of sight as soon as I wake up. I don't have to think about the clothes I'm gonna wear. I've set myself up for success and put those clothes out. Something that I know a lot of people struggle with when they're starting to adapt morning habits is hitting that snooze button. How can we make it easier not to hit the snooze and get out of bed? We can take that alarm and we can put it across the room. So we have to get up. 
something with nutrition, which is obviously very important, and a lot of people are trying to add to their nutrition habits, is going to be prepping food. And not everyone wants to sit there and pack 20 to 30 Tupperwares every single week, however many meals you need, but maybe it's just cooking your protein source. I myself like to batch cook uh, my meat, my chicken, my pork, my ground beef, whatever it is, I like to cook all of that in a large quantity. And then I have that throughout the week and I'm set up for success. It keeps a little bit better than your carbs and your fats over the period of time. So it's easy to do. So I prep my food. So it's easy to make that healthy choice. And if I'm going to be doing a workout, a yoga class, or I want to do some sort of guided meditation each morning, I'm going to take the time in the evening to prep my environment, to prime my environment by selecting that workout, that class, that guided meditation that I'm going to do the next day before I go to sleep in the evening. So when I wake up in that hard time, I'm making it easy. All right. So it's all about priming your environment. Number two, or part two of part one, is the two-minute rule. And we know if our new habits are taking a lot of time or a lot of effort, we're not going to do them. Again, this ties in with week two of making things obvious. And this is the two-minute rule. We want to downsize our habits so they can be done in two minutes or less, making them, again, easy. An example and something... You know, Allison Carmichael, our director of mindfulness, second arrow on social media, talked about in our live session this past week was her journaling. When she starts out, she's just going to start writing one line or I'm just going to write two lines. Everyone can write one to two lines. It's under two minutes. And lo and behold, if you start doing that every day, you'll probably start writing more or it'll just be so easy that you'll want to write more. But don't say I'm going to write a page or I'm going to write two pages every day. We want to make it easy. We want to make it less than two minutes. I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to journal two lines and that's all I'm going to hold myself to. And that's it. And that makes it easier. If you want to establish, you know, movement in the morning, maybe you want to start walking in the mornings or walking in the evenings. Something I love doing is walking after I eat dinner. And that's a healthy habit that I have. I'm going to say, Hey, I'm just going to walk outside and I'm going to walk for two minutes. I may not get very far. Some days I may turn right back around after that two minutes and go two minutes back. Or some days I'm like, oh man, it feels great out. I'm going to keep walking and we end up going for 30 minutes. But my habit is just for leaving after dinner outside and walking two minutes. It's not that hard. It's not a daunting task. We want to make these habits seem easy. So we want to do them. We enjoy doing them. And when we want to do them and we enjoy doing them, Lo and behold, we're going to maintain them and they're going to become those sustainable habits that get us great results over time. In the same light of making our healthy habits easy, we want to make our unhealthy habits hard. And I've already talked about this one and something I always talk to my nutrition clients with and people who need nutrition help is setting yourself up for success by making bad nutrition choices, i.e. having those foods that we don't want to consume large quantities of in the house. Because we know if we have that high glycogen, high sugar ice cream in the house, we're going to eat it. If we have tons of soda in the house and we know we want to cut back on our soda intake in the house, we're going to drink it. If we know that we love chips and salsa, but we know we need to cut back on the quantities that we're eating, 
we shouldn't have those in the house. And I'm not telling you you shouldn't have those. I want you as a nutrition coach to have those things, but I want them to be exactly when you've planned to have them. So when I plan, I'm a huge fan of milkshakes. I don't keep milkshakes in the house or ice cream in the house that I can make a milkshake. It's hard for me to have that. So I don't have it every evening. I know if I'm gonna have that milkshake, I'm gonna have to make a plan. I'm gonna have to get dressed. I'm gonna leave the house. I'm gonna get in the car. I'm gonna drive to wherever I choose to get that milkshake. I'm gonna have to order the milkshake, wait on the milkshake, and then get the milkshake. That definitely takes longer than two minutes. So it has to be a conscious habit to make that challenging decision to have that habit or have that unhealthy food. If you're gonna have chips and dips and you don't keep them in the house, you're gonna have to get dressed, go to the store, find the chips, get the dip, check out, pay for it, go back to the car, get back home and then have your chips and dip. And those are the little things that we put in place that help us keep those unhealthy habits hard and keep our healthy habits easy. So that's part one of today's podcast, talking about atomic wellness habits, keeping them easy, making the bad habits hard. Can't wait to see you guys habits trackers this week. Moving in to part two, we're talking about our macronutrients. When we're looking at nutrition, understanding our macronutrients, what they are, what they do for us, and the quantities that we should have them is very important if we really want to start dialing in a little more specific to our nutritional goals and adjusting our body mass, whether that's losing weight, gaining weight, adding muscle, you know, whatever your goals may be, understanding macronutrients in its most simple form is going to start you on a path of reaching and achieving those goals. So we talked about caloric intake last week and as bare minimum, that is how we start the process. And now we start talking about macronutrients. So your first macronutrient, carbohydrates, obviously everyone knows about carbs. They are those chips and sugars and, you know, carbonated sugary drinks and vegetables. You know, those are all examples of carbs and there's low carb diets and keto diets and all these things that have to do with carb intake. But in its most basic form, Carbohydrates are there to fuel the body, especially brain function, nervous system function, um, and all of that. But where we get into trouble with carbs is when we eat excess. If we look at the standard American diet or maybe Western civilized world diet, there is an enormous excess of carbohydrate intake. And when we take in all of that glycogen and we're not using it, in our physical activity, in our daily routines, we have more than we need. That excess glycogen is stored as body fat because the body thinks, I may need this energy later. I'm gonna put this on the hips and the thighs and the lower back or the, the butt or whatever it may be, wherever your body decides to put it, it's gonna store that excess. And that's where we get into trouble with carbs. So understanding the relationship between how much energy you're expending throughout the day relates directly to the amount of carbohydrates you need to intake. And in this very simplistic form, the way that I live is I can eat as many vegetables as I want. I eat a ton of vegetables, broccolis, asparagus, you know, cauliflower, all those things I love and I eat just large quantities of because they're super high nutrient, super low calorie when it comes to taking in caloric intake with your carbs. So 
the way I live is an earn your carbs mindset. This morning I went for a run, therefore I can have a little more high glycemic carbohydrate. Think your breads, your grains, your cereals, your, your oatmeal, those types of things with regards to if I work out, I can have those things. If I'm not very active in the day, I'm gonna focus most of my carb intake with vegetables. All right, moving into protein. When we talk about pro proteins, these are the building blocks of the body. They provide structure, they provide hormone balance. They allow us to add muscle to be strong and all those things. They come in many sources, everything from you know your meats to your legumes. For those of you that may be vegetarian or vegan, there are obviously plant-based protein sources. And then we all know about protein shakes and powders and bars and all of those types of things. And the general guideline for protein intake is somewhere between 0.5 to 1.5 grams of protein per pound of body weight. I'm about 220 pounds, so I try to get about 220 grams of protein per day through my meat sources, through some of my dairy products and protein bars and other, uh, I put some protein in my coffee, you know, those types of things. So we've talked about carbs, talked about protein, last but not least, fats. And first off, fat does not make you fat. It's got a bad rap. It had a bad rap uh, in the 90s, early 2000s, but now we know that fat is really not the problem. Fat is a great energy reserve. Those people who try to go low carb, depending on their diet, use fats for energies. Uh, it allows you to process nutrients. It gives you all those omega-3s that you need, uh, again, for brain function, hormone balance, all of those things. So a good, healthy fat sources. We wanna make sure we're avoiding trans fat, of course, those fats that big industry food puts into food to make it more shelf stable. We want to avoid those. We want to get healthy fats, fats that come from lean meats, fats that come from nuts and seeds. I love avocados. I love nut butters, almond butter, peanut butter. Those types of things are where we should be getting those healthy fats from. So a balance of carbohydrates, proteins, fats, um, should be in every meal. And if you have the resources, if you're in our private group, in our app, if you're a member of our program, you look back at how to build a healthy plate, what are the resources we sent out last week, and you'll see the balance of you know, how your plate should look with lots and lots of veggies, two handfuls of carbohydrates, a nice handful of protein, and then a small little portion of fat because fat is super calorically dense and nutrient dense. So you're getting a lot of bang for your buck with your healthy fats. Now, again, this is just a brilliance at the basics. Look at macronutrients, look at nutrition as we go through this course. If you have follow-up questions, please post them on the podcast, post them on our social media platforms, and we can get in much deeper to answer your specific questions with regards to macronutrients, to regards to caloric intake, and your other habits and or nutrition questions. All right, guys, I appreciate you listening. Make sure you look at the resources this week that are coming out in our private Facebook group that are, we are sending to all of our members and our school and district leaders that break down your macronutrients and give you tons and tons of samples of each that, so you can build those healthy meals moving forward. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Please comment, let us know your questions, and we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.